0: I am here with Philip Cunningham. Philip is the Senior Manager of Strengths Based Initiatives at Mayerson Academy. Philip, thanks so much for being here with us today. It's always great to have a bold faculty member on, on the bold blog with us. Uh, tell us a little bit more about you, who you are, what you do. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. First of all,
1: I'm so happy to be here on the, uh, the bold blog. Um, and I love being a faculty member for bold. It's, it's one of the most fun things that I get to do with my job. Um, and you know, as you said, I'm Philip Cunningham. I'm just a guy that like, loves to connect the dots, um, with people, with things, with ideas, um, and the work that I do now as the senior manager of strengths-based initiatives at Mayerson Academy, it allows me to be able to help other people connect the dots, um, specifically in the areas of strengths. Um, part of the work that we do is that we equip people with the insights into what their strengths are. They can show up as the best version of themselves every single day. And in doing so, it allows them to be able to operate out of that best self, even when times are like tough, um, especially this year. When you think about the year that we've had with, you know, with I mean, it's just been a year like no other year, but the ability to be able to use your strengths and pull on your strengths and to understand how strength to help you get through the hardest parts of life are the things that I enjoy doing and enjoy helping other people to be able to connect the dots on that specifically.
0: There's, I couldn't think of a better person for the role because Philip, it it honestly, it just seems like it comes natural to you that, that, that perspective. <laughs> and um, I wonder for those who have not had the chance to go through a bold session with you that are listening could you share some about character strengths and just how it's different from maybe the personality tests that some folks have taken in the past?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so you know, people talk all the time about like Clifton strengths and the DISC, and what those those um, those things do is that they they give you an insight into who you are when you show up at work, right? It's usually to be able to create a very real insight into a section or sliver of who you are in your entire life. And traditionally, most people spend a tremendous amount of time at work. But the difference for the character strengths is that character strengths talks about the 24 strengths that all people have in different amounts. And it also speaks specifically to who you are and how you show up in life every day. So it's a much more holistic approach because you can have all 24 strengths in different amounts. It'll show for you at home, it'll show for you at work, it'll show for you at sports, it'll show for you in your family, it'll show for you in all of these different ways. And that's what I really enjoy the most about it is because it allows you to be able to take a look at not just who you are in this one sliver of your life, but allows you to be able to see who you are every day and how that will show up with other strengths and how that can interact with other strengths, not only at work, but also at home. You can use this with your spouse, with your kids, with if you're a teacher like it doesn't just stop when you're it it never really stops so so yeah so character strengths is is the idea um that you can be the best version of yourself wherever it is that you show up by uncovering those things and taking the via character strengths tests
0: and this is all backed in in research this is Grounded in yes. positive psychology, there's there's tons of research. I mean, just having been on your website, it seems like you all are always adding to the growing body of research behind this uh, being proven to be effective and yeah. enhance well-being.
1: Absolutely. So, yes, so, yeah, so um, the idea of positive character strengths or um, positive psychology was actually started, I believe, about 30 years ago by... Uh, Marty Seligman. And this has been research that has been done around the idea that people shouldn't focus on the things that are negative, but start to focus on the things that ultimately are positive in their lives. Because there is there is research that shows that the thing that you focus on is the thing that you are ultimately going to receive, And the ability for you to be able to focus on those things that are great will create more opportunities for you to show up and be great or best version of yourself and so the idea behind positive psychology is to be able to identify really real situations for people every day but to be able to show up as a to to put a positive perspective on all of that
0: and mayerson mayerson certainly mayerson academy is not shying away from sharing this with the cincinnati community philip the the strong cincinnati institute i know that's a a relatively young institute in the city of Cincinnati but there's been some very important work you've been doing across the city and I I know some about the vision behind that work but can you speak at all to what what you've been doing through the the institute?
1: Yeah yeah so over the last three years I believe it may even be two years I've been here for a year and a half now but over the last two to three years the uh, Strong Cincinnati Institute which came out of the idea that we can transform the city of Cincinnati by focusing on the nonprofit organizations that impact the entire city by ultimately providing training to all of these organizations in an effort to be able to create a positive work environment for all of the individuals in all of the nonprofits throughout the entire city. with the goal that once you understand what your strengths are, you can help other people empower themselves by helping them understand what their strengths are so that then they can have a positive impact on the rest of the people that they service. Um, There is science that shows that if you are able to show up as the best version of yourself and that when you understand your strengths and you operate out of your strengths, you not only give yourself the permission to be able to operate out of those strengths, but you're able to give other people the permission to be able to do the same thing. And the impact that that has on the environment, specifically a work environment, has been consistently positive. And so what we wanna do is just make sure that the nonprofit community and also the for-profit community has access to the tools specifically through the via character strengths, to be able to identify those strengths in themselves and show up in a strength-based environment, which will consistently roll into other environments, which will create more strength-based environments. So our hope is that we can create this positive culture shift throughout the entire city of Cincinnati, and then ultimately create this space where the entire world is, uh, that's like our big goal um, is to be able to create this positive shift in the entire world where, you know, um, we really need some some positive psychology at this point and some positive perspective in the grand scheme of things.
0: I know just from listening to your presentation a couple of times, there's some pretty crazy research out there about the amount of people who are engaged at work. It's like three in 10, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So only about 30% of individuals are actually engaged at work. And um, about 40% of people can't even name what their strengths are. That means that there are people that are running around every day that have no idea what are the things that they are good at, which means that they could literally be working in something that is not supposed to be for them and be operating not out of their strengths every day. And like they're literally (laughs) wasting days of their lives because they could be doing so much. Or were so much better if they knew what their strengths were and were to operate out of those every single day.
0: There's a there's such a fun video from your training, Philip, that you do with the Bold Program. And for those listening, we we can post it. But the video is of a, a man singing. He's a trained vocalist. Yes. And and the speaker <laughs> the speaker comes back and asks him, "Okay, now I want you to sing." The song is "Amazing Grace." He's like, "I want you to sing the song now, as if your uncle, yes. who has been in jail for years, just just was released from from prison." Yeah, and, and I mean, the difference in his delivery of song is astronomical. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, moves people in the audience to tears.
1: Yeah, it does. I, I love playing that video, um, because what it does, it does a great job of illustrating. Um, the difference between doing your job well and having the skills to do your job well, and then doing your job well on purpose, like understanding what your purpose is and allowing your mind and your heart to be aligned so that you can use your strengths to, again, show up as the best version of yourself. And the impact that that has, and the way that you create more in this specific situation vibrato, um, but the passion that comes from operating out of your strengths and understanding why you're operating out of this specific space creates such a huge impact on the delivery of everything that you do. And, and people can feel it. People can feel when you are doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing. And usually I go back to like the three E's. I hate to go into like my presentation, but yeah. to go back to the three E's when you're operating out of your strengths. First thing is it feels super easy, right? So you can do this thing all day, every day, and you would not get tired, right? That's mm-hmm. when you know you're operating out of your strengths. The mm-hmm. second thing is that it feels essential. Like if you're not using your strength or if you're not showing up in that strength, it mm-hmm. will feel like you're not being yourself um, because when you're operating out of your strengths, it just comes to you so naturally that it doesn't even feel like you're actually working. Um, First, there's easy and there's essential. And I can't even remember what the third E is right now. Um, but when it comes back to me, I'll, uh, I'll bring it back up.
0: I, I know this is probably not, not what it is, but I almost want to say it's engaging. It engages others. I mean, I would think that there's a certain amount of, um, people that are operating from this, yes. this perspective are drawing others in. People want to work with the person that's operating from, from their strengths. Yes. Right?
1: That's actually it. Jack, you're like taking my job at this point. Um, it is engaging uh, because you feel like you can do that thing all day. You'll never get bored with it. So feel free to jump in and do my part next time at the next uh, yeah. the next yeah. time that, that I'm supposed <laughs> to present the bowl.
0: You, uh, you, Philip, um, you've had a chance to see this at at work in organizations. We were talking before before we started the conversation today about some of the organizations that you are working with in the community. Do you have any kind of stories just contextually speaking about how this made an impact in one of the organizations that Marissa has been working with over the last couple of years? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I won't name any names just for the, the sake of just kind of keeping the anonymity of the, the group sure. that we're working with, but um, I had the opportunity to work with a local nonprofit this year Um, that focus specifically on helping individuals get employment. We have multiple barriers to employment. And what we did is we began to, we did three things. The first thing that we did is we did a training to allow their team to be able to understand the language of strengths and to begin to use that language of strengths with each other. So that, one, people will understand what people's strengths were and why and how they were showing up in order to better understand that person. Because when you understand your teammates, it allows you to be able to interact with them in a different way because you have perspective. Sometimes people say things in team situations and in that team situation, you may become offended. When you understand the strength of that person, it gives you enough perspective to be able to have empathy. And in having that empathy, you're able to work with them more freely and also just understand that this is just part of being a teammate, right? Mm -hmm. so that was the first part is it it created open lines of communications between teammates that may have had a strained relationship. And that was like a really big win for this organization for them to be able to like communicate with each other more clearly. Um, The second thing that we did is that it allowed them to be able to, um, strength spot each other. So strength spotting is one of the things that we talk about inside of the bold classes, where you ultimately take a really, um, strategic look at a person's strengths and identify what that strength is and the impact that that strength is having on you and or a situation. Um, Most of the time when people give compliments, specifically managers, they can come across as hollow and, and just not very thought out. But when you strength spot somebody, you focus on what is the impact that this person had, what strength did they show up with, and also how did that make you feel? What that does is it makes that person want to change their behavior to do that thing more often. So mm-hmm. in the nonprofit organization that we were working with, they told me at the end of the year, it was actually the end of this year, that they were they were seeing that they were strength spotting each other more often, and it felt very authentic. Mm-hmm. And it made them want to work harder for their teammates. So not, is it, not only is it opening up lines of communication, it's allowing for those lines of communication to be effective, to create an environment that people want to be in so we did that right and then we took um the time to work with their curriculum director to begin to implement strengths into their curriculum that they mm-hmm. offer to the general public mm-hmm. and again these are people who may have multiple barriers to employment that could be a multitude of things It could be that they have no job experience it could be that they may have just gotten out of prison it could be that they have been fired for multiple jobs. But in some situations, there are individuals who haven't been told consistently what their strengths are. If I go back to the fact that 40% of individuals can't name what their strengths are, which means that they're walking around not understanding what their strengths are, we are literally going out and helping people uncover the best parts of themselves. They can talk about that inside of their job interviews, and it allows them to be able to look for jobs that best fit their strengths. And so, yeah, it's, it's a really, really great opportunity for us to be able to do some really great work
0: well especially i think what what it does within the workplace is it gives a manager a framework to talk with their employees and to give feedback because just again from my perspective it's not something that we're taught in school how to give how to give feedback and how yeah. to, how to do that well and it seems that character strengths and the strength spotting it, it it really gives a leader a, a framework to use. And then with the barrier to employment, I mean, if, if you're trying to find work given some disadvantage that, that you yeah. may have, you, that almost requires a positive mindset.
1: It does, right? yes. But the, the idea isn't for the people just to think about positivity and the let's go run through the field, I see all the good things about myself is ultimately to be able to ground people in the idea that not only are they working, but here are the great things about them. And Mm -hmm. here's how you can talk about them to an employer. Like there could be these things that have happened in your past. There could be these things that stand in front of you in the future. But if you know what your strengths are, Mm you can not only convince yourself, but you can convince other people that these are things that will ultimately be able to help their organization. So operating out of the strengths and understanding what your strengths are gives you that advantage when you're having that communication and also when you get on the job and experience some level of like we all do some level of trial regulation sure.
0: we we do we have all of our folks at bold all of our participants at bold take the via character strengths test and which it wasn't mentioned phil but i mean the test is free or the test is the, free the, the yeah. assessment is free which is is also unbelievable, Yes. but but one of the things that we have them do for those listening within the session is after they complete the assessment, we actually have uh, folks share stories, and and they share stories with one another, uh, participant to participant, and do some strength spotting. I wonder, just shifting the conversation a little bit into uh, what Philip called his one of his favorite parts of his his job here, uh, presenting to the Bold program. Yeah, I wonder, Philip, if you could just share some about your work with us uh, through through Bold and um, the perspective of, you know, character strengths at at the board level, given some of your your nonprofit experiences.
1: Yeah, so so I think one of the things that I found to be extremely enjoyable about being um, a bold faculty member is that we get to work with some of the most talented individuals in the city of Cincinnati when it comes to the corporate community and help them uncover what their strengths are. Um, The most fun part is when people start to talk about what their strengths are and how they show up for them. And, you know, from, from my perspective, hearing people uncover for the first time or be able to put a a, a specific name to the thing that they've been doing naturally really well their entire lives. But to be able to put a name to that, to me, is like the most rewarding part of all that work. Um, how does that help a specific board, though, is, is this way. So if you are able to show up and understand what your strengths are, you can just focus on a specific board role. You can take on a role on a specific board, which will fit what your strengths are allow you to be able to not only have the energy to be able to go and do this job really well, but to be extremely engaged. I've been on multiple boards. You know, sometimes you be on boards and you realize there's a person in the wrong seat at the wrong time in the wrong place. Don't be that person. Understanding what your strengths are allows you to be able to identify not only what your motivation is, but also where you will best serve on this particular board. What this also can do, though, is that you can have the entire board take the VIA uh, character strengths test, again, because it is free. You can have them, everybody take it, and you can have a conversation about how your strengths ultimately can line up with each other to be able to create just like this really high-performing team. Now, granted, boards are filled with like extremely talented people, and these extremely talented people are usually leaders inside of their organization. And so sometimes there is some conflict there. What this allows you to do is to be able to, again, create those lines of communication that is consistent and focused on the positive so that you can have a disagreement, but get to a space where it doesn't stop the actual work from moving forward.
0: One of the things that we used in the last session that you did for the first time was the team chart. And that was really, I think, helpful for, I've actually had a couple of people since your session in the first part of the BOLD program, our first our first day of the BOLD program, when you came in, we're coming up on our last session. I've had people ask for that team chart just to mm. see where they fall within the class. And, you know, this is even weeks after. So just um, how would you describe that team chart? Yes, so,
1: so what we do, um, one of the activities that we do in our work with, um, with the BOLD group is that we take everyone's top five strengths, right? We identify those strengths as their signature strengths we put them on a large chart. We do this now because we're in a a digital space. We do this digitally now and using sales sheets and it comes across really beautifully. But um, what we do is we take the top five strengths and the bottom three strengths because everybody has all 24 strengths in different amounts. And we put them on a chart lined up over each other, right? So you're able to look at a team. Let's say it's it's me and you, Jack. And we realize Mm -hmm. that there is... A really high amount of bravery and prudence and creativity with us, right? So mm-hmm. we realize we have these three three, these three strengths in spades, but what we lack is leadership and and this is not a real life, because I know Jack, you're like a, a great leader, but we lack in leadership and we lack in let me think there's something. There What's something that most people have? We lack in humor, mm-hmm. right? So It may make us look at our team and say, the next person that we bring onto this team, we need to make sure they have leadership and some humor. So one, keep it pretty light and to be able to guide us to the promised land. What this allows you to do though, is it allows you to take a look at what your team does, what they do really, really well, what they don't do really well, and then be able to put people in place to be able to operate as a well-oiled machine and as a really well-balanced team. Um, so I love doing that. Particular, I actually love all parts of my job, but that part is really fun when it comes to specifically building a team and understanding what strengths you may, may need to pull on if you don't have like more board space, if you don't have a to- budget to bring on a new team member. You can just say, you know what, we need to be able to-, to lean into our leadership strength in this particular situation, even though it's not a strength that comes as natural to me as other strengths might.
0: Philip, before we go into our rendition of "Amazing Grace," here um, I I wanted to see if you had any parting thoughts for folks who are listening. Anybody that is considering participating in the Bold Program or thinking about joining a board, um, any any where can folks go to uh, learn more about this uh, this area too?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can find more information about the Strong Cincinnati Institute at our website mayerson academy that's m-a-y-e-r-s-o-n academy.com or.org um and then you also can take the via character strength survey at via character.org that's VIA character.org um you could definitely go there take the via character strengths test it'll give you a list of all of your um 24 strengths um And I I think that everybody should know what their strengths are. I would encourage everybody to go out and figure out what their strengths are because it'll put some language to the way that you show up in the world. And there may be some awesome things that you've been doing your entire life that you will find that there is something that actually speaks to that thing that you've always been doing. So my job, my goal is to be able to put people in the position to be as good as they possibly can be. And I use the VIA character strengths as a way to be able to do that.